0: Chicago, where the fire yeah. served cold, with the rules and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south, the Cubs, Cubs run the north, but the Bears, bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got the ears to the street. Any team make a move and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago! Coming from the true Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Episode 92 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. As always, I'm Big Z and Erock is out for assignment and he'll be back in a couple of weeks. So what's going on people? What's going on? This week has been a crazy week starting off with a home opener for the Chicago White Sox, going out there hanging out in the Concourse, uh, being able to hang out with people in the in the tailgate. It was amazing as usual for the White Sox home opener. And then able to get get on my uh, bowling shoes on on Wednesdays now over at Diversity over with Magic and my guy Louie getting to roll them balls over there. So we had a great time. I mean, this week has been action packed because it's been nothing but sports, sports, sports. So there's been a lot of stuff going on and we're going to get into it pretty soon. But first, if you're a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can find us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG as True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to support the show with a monthly subscription on anchor.fm backslash true Chicago sports fans. Go over there and click on support and you can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month. Do you like the show? I hope so. Are you a fan? I know you guys are tell your friends and they'll tell their friends and then we can all be friends so support your friends man support your friends in all their business and adventures today we're going to talk about our baseball teams in three up and three down how is their season going is it up is it down are your expectations dwindling are they get, are you getting super excited for the season i mean the socks are at this point six and three the cubs are five and four so are you okay with where they're at We'll talk about more in three up and three down. In the loop, we'll talk about the Blackhawks honoring one of their own. The Bulls come up short in game one of the playoffs and what adjustments are needed. All that and stirring the pot and what you looking at. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. All right, guys, I'm Big Z, and you're not. Now for today's stories. All right, story number one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. People are going to flip out on this one. A class of kindergartners accidentally drank tequila during a snack time at the Mich- at a Michigan school. Man, I wish my snack time was that good. All right, so a kindergarten class in Michigan actually drank tequila during snack time. A student brought in Jose Cuervo's ready to drink margaritas and the children thought it was juice. Yeah, Jesus, juice, that's for sure. One of the kids said they felt woozy and a little dizzy after having four or five sips, the parents said. Man, that kid is not a quitter. (laughs) Oh, man. Um... this is this is wild. Several students drank it. One kindergarten told you that he felt woozy, and they were drinking out of a Dixie cup. Um, the, the parent, the kindergartners who drank out of the margaritas told their parents they thought it was juice, but the kindergartner who initially brought the drink knew it was an alcoholic. So this dude, or this kid, because you don't know, it doesn't say if they're a boy or a girl, intentionally brought tequila. It's like, well, mommy and daddy drink this, or somebody in their house drinks this, and let's have some fun and have some of these uh, kindergartners drink it. This is just wild. So um I wonder what's going to happen to the parents. Because uh, how do you sneak out a big old bottle of uh, of ready-to-mix margaritas out of the house? I mean, these kids don't have a big book bag or don't even care what book bag as it is. This is insane. All right. Story number two. Oh, boy. Terrell Owens still got it. He's He he's the last played in the NFL 12 years ago. And he caught a touchdown pass in his fan-controlled football league debut this past Saturday, going up in the corner, the end zone, a haul on a throw from Laquan Horton. Um, or, uh, Owens plays for the Zappers, a team that counts uh, that counts Vikings running back Dalvin Cook and Mets pitcher Trevor May as among his owners. Uh, his score came in at the last play of the game. Didn't affect the outcome. But it's outstanding to see that this man's 48. He's taking care of his body. He still can play at a somewhat semi-pro level. Um, he, and he's just out there. I think he's out there just to have fun. He's trying to have... Uh, uh, I don't know, there's no way he's coming back. He's 48. I mean, the, he's out there just having fun and, and seeing what he can do against some younger guys who are not making it into the league. I don't know about you. It's good to see T.O. out there catching footballs. I mean, this is this is just a good story to hear that To is out there doing something actually real positive. So, uh, To, hats off to you, brother! All right, story number three, and we got another winner, 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 chicken dinner surprise. A country man, uh, Kentucky man, has been awarded four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. This is after his colleagues threw him an office birthday party against his wishes. Uh, Kevin Berlin of 29 was working at a lab as a lab technician at gravity diagnosis in Covington. When his coworkers conducted a lunchtime celebration back in August of 19, Berlin uh, said he, was, he subsequently suffered a panic attack for the unwanted attention and was soon fired from gravity diagnosis. And he later filed for compensation suit against the company. According to legal docs, managers started giving him a hard time for a response to birthday celebrations, Berlin's attorney said and they accused him of stealing the his co-workers joy so this is a nut story how do you get awarded four hundred and fifty thousand dollars because you don't like birthday celebrations now i understand anxiety and uh, uh and panic attacks and all that and that's that's all well and good i mean we understand that everybody suffers from some type of men- mental illness and y- you've got to power through for it because if you can't leave the house and and you should not be in a situation where you work with people i mean everybody th- there's been all types of stuff like as a teacher you you, you the, the kids celebrate you the, the your fellow, fellow teachers uh, celebrate you the office celebrate you they'll put you on the uh, uh, intercom all kinds of stuff i work i've worked at banks and that's a big thing because customers will bring you gifts and and um your co-workers and your, your superiors will bring you gifts and take you out to lunch and stuff like that if you don't like celebrating your birthday you, you make that stuff known ahead of time when you come into that interview like hey um, I have an issue with, with anxiety or panic attacks and I don't like being celebrated or put out there and blast so I don't know about you as for me I don't know I mean I might probably start doing this and maybe get, get a half a meal for myself show you, show you what you're you just coming off you're just coming off stupid <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Big Z, and that's been news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors.
2: We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand in hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on Careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on Careers.
1: Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir. This is The Loop, our Chicago Sports Roundup where we keep you in The Loop
2: this is chicago doors open on the left at chicago welcome to
0: chicago welcome welcome to chicago welcome to chicago
2: this is chicago doors open on the left at chicago
1: Oh, boy, those Chicago Bulls, those Chicago Bulls, they fought valiantly but could not hold off the defending champions. Even though they held them down to 93 points in Game 1, I don't think it's enough to give them a a win in a game, much less a series. Let's be honest, we're still playing the NBA defending champions. They they have a very good balanced team with Giannis and Middleton and... uh, the, the person we don't like is Grayson Allen, and a whole bunch of characters on there with Bobby Portis and his big old eyes. Um, they're 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 a good team. Now they shot like crap, just like the Bulls did, but they still managed to to get out a win. Uh, the, obviously, what we did see was a certain level of physicality that was dealt out to the Bulls, and that's where the Bulls. Lack. They don't. They lack size. They like. They like that physicality. They like. They don't like to get. They don't mix it in there and get dirty. That's 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 one of the problems with the Bulls. That they need a couple more players like that that like to get dirty and like to uh, get mix it up in the middle, go to the hole and all that stuff. Um, but it, it pretty much the game came down to the fourth quarter, and we all know that you know when it's the fourth quarter, the Bulls are all about what's the what the Mars going to do. The Mars got the ball in his hand, and usually with a single well, a single. Uh, digit deficit DeMar can handle that and, and DeMar can go up there and hit his, his mid range or he can drive and, and hit the floater or he can deliver the late game heroics but DeMar DeRozan did not play well he did not play well at all I, I mean what did DeRozan do he was he, DeRozan had 18 points for the night and 6 of 25 for shooting and Neither team cracked a hundred points. It, it was very ugly. It was a very ugly game, and let's not even talk about Giannis having five falls and jumping on Patrick uh, uh, Williams' back like he's in, like he's a parrot up there on his back, and he's uh, and Williams is a pirate. What the hell kind of call was that? That dude jumped on his back and tried to and grabbed that rebound, and there was the fall on Patrick Williams. And I understand. That superstars will get a call, but that was a blatant messed up call that I think could have changed the the the, the trajectory of the game. If he, if he falls out, it might give the Bulls a little bit of a lift, a little bit of all right, cool. When when he was out, when Giannis is out, the Bulls held their own. we able to score more because there's not that rim protector. Besides Lopez, uh, you know him and Big Bird are never seen in the same room. Um, so that that was literally their chance to to push that uh, that game into that was their chance to steal that game as as a team that's coming in to to uh, someone else's home court you want to steal game 1 and and put that team on on their heels you want to steal that game and say hey you know what we're going to punch you in your face and guess what we're also going to take your your home field advantage but i don't see the bulls doing that I don't see the Bulls doing that. I know they play tomorrow, which is Wednesday, and I don't see them going out there and being physical. Milwaukee's not going to have a bad shooting night just like they did the, uh, on this past Sunday. That's just not going to happen again, ladies and gentlemen. There is no way that, that the Bulls are going to win like that. You also have the Bulls uh, not having your big three scoring all at the same time. You had DeMar DeRozan with 18. Vucevic showed up. With, with a, a great double-double with 17 rebounds and 24 points. But when it – like, dude, I need you on the block. I need you on the block the entire time and get those guys – get Lopez in foul trouble and get Middleton in foul trouble and get Giannis in foul trouble. I need you on the block. I don't need you shooting threes, bro. I don't need you doing that. We have other people that can do that, and I understand it spaces out the floor for DeMar and, and Zach – but guess what? The, the, Damar and Zach are barely driving into the hole. They're also taking these shots from 17, 20, 30 feet out, and they're missing. I mean, Zach Levine and, and Marty Rosen with 18 points each is not going to cut it. You need These guys need to be at the 25 mark each. You need 75 points for your three stars. And after that, then your, your other guys can pitch in. With you know Kobe White with twelve, you have Caruso with seven, and and Pat Williams with five. I I really think Pat Williams needs to be involved in the offense more. Right now, I don't think he's being used correctly. As you saw when he played Minnesota, he was running and gunning. He was able to uh, put up over thirty points. So I know that he was playing the 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 you know the end of the bench guys, but at the same time, these are NBA players. They I can't play against these guys. Obviously, they'll kick my butt. What I'm saying is you have Patrick Williams, who's got, uh, I'd say, four tools out of five tools talent. He can shoot. He can rebound. He can play pretty good defense. He can shoot the three. He can shoot his free throws. I mean, I think he's he's on his way to being a really good player. You also have him uh, defending one of the number one guys in, in Giannis. But what I'm saying is give this man the ball. Give him, give him a set player, too. I mean, let him go to work. I mean, he's, he's also really good in a post. Why not? Why not let him ball out? If Vooch is out on the bench, guess what? Give the, give those plays to Patrick Williams. I, I think there's a lot of standing uh, iso ball with the with Rosen and Levine where you're just dribbling for 15 seconds, and then you got to take a bad shot. I really don't like the the, the, the offense right now. I don't like the, the way that we re, we're rebounding, and uh, I, I just... I don't see the Bulls uh, winning the game. I don't see them. I I see them getting swept. I don't like what I'm seeing. I've been saying that for a couple of weeks now. These guys are not being consistent, and they're waiting. They're waiting. They're waiting, and then they're 15, 20 20 points down. All right, let's move over to the other team that plays at the Madhouse on Madison, the Chicago Blackhawks. It was at the end of a legendary era for the Blackhawks' Pat Foley. He finally called his final game for the Hawks. He said, I've worked for a lot of radio and TV stations in this town, but really you're the people I've been working for here. That's what he told the fans. It's been my pleasure and my honor to serve the greatest fans in the world, said Foley. The Blackhawks finished out the season versus the Coyotes and the Kings. And I guess what? The real work starts for the rebuilding of this team and its image. I mean, Foley's one of the greats. I think he's been calling games for the Blackhawks for over 30 years uh i think he spent since 2008 on air but but his other years have been on the radio so let's just he's one of the greats it's one of those uh voices that we're not going to hear um and it's one of those childhood voices if you're if you're a hockey head if you're a puckhead, um this is a voice that you identify with because he was on the radio and then he moved over to the tv and he called the championships those are great teams and you are always going to remember his calls um and it's just like losing Harry Carey. And then, you know, I know people got sick of Hawk Harrison towards the end, but he's also a, a staple for the White Sox. And you have Harry Carey a staple for the, for the Cubs. So when you lose those guys that you grew up listening to and watching and, and just listening to the game and how they call it and their perspective, and they're making, making it fun. And we're, we're going to definitely miss Pat Foley. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on from the ice to the pitch on the leg. R.I.E., your favorite segment where we talk about the Chicago Fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Chicago Fire and FC, uh, Chicago FC and Galaxy couldn't exert any damage on each other. So this would have been a perfect game for E to fall asleep on because it went to a 0-0 zero to zero draw this past Saturday evening at soldier field neither chicago or la were credited with a shot on goal on the night despite some lively moments at either end on the field the galaxy appeared to take a 1-0 lead early in the second half uh on two occasions one through uh, chicharito hernandez and the other one with douglas uh, uh douglas costa they were both negated because they were offsides so that means they were ahead of the ball when it was passed all right little 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 knowledge there for you guys so if you're not a soccer fan uh, tough cookies because you know what we love soccer here at two Chicago Sports Fans All right, ultimately there was nothing to separate the two sides ahead of the US uh, Open Cup third round matches uh, that are going to play today so these guys went to a 0-0 and right now they're moving on to their Open Cup uh, challenges although the Fire are playing on a third round um, uh, they will be playing the Union Omaha uh, for the US Cup and then they'll play this Saturday against Minnesota. So the Fire are currently one of the most successful clubs in the U.S. Open Cup, uh, winning championships in 98, 2000, 2003, and 2006. Yes, I know. It's been a while. I know. I know. But we have a pretty good team, and if once they're at full strength, um, I think that they have a chance to uh, compete for a lot of this stuff. I think they'll be up there in the top echelon for a playoff spot. All right, fans, we'll be right back with three up and three down after a word from our sponsors.
2: This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Hey, this is Mikey O, and you're listening to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Don't forget to visit Mikey O at Mikey O Show or www.Mikeyoshow.com.
0: for 15% 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15. off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order.
1: This is Enrique Calderón coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Y te lo dice Enrique Calderón. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. This is three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Cubs baseball. Go Cubs, go.
2: Go Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today.
1: All right. I'm gonna take the reins for E this week on Cubs Baseball. So, Cubs Baseball, just a little over a week into the show, Seiya Suzuki is already collecting his hardware. So far on the young season, Suzuki is hitting 400 slashing, uh 543 and 960 with four homers, two doubles, seven ribbies, and eleven RBI. This dude is raking, he's a great, great pickup for the uh for the Cubs. Um he can. I, I really think if he stays healthy, he can compete for rookie of the year. Um, he's a very smart hitter. You know, he doesn't do too much. Uh, if the ball's away, he's going to slap it away, just get the base hit. But if you put it down the pipe, this guy has still has the power and a pop in his bat to put it out of the park. And you saw that this past Sunday. So, I really enjoy watching uh, Seiya Suzuki. I think he's a really good pickup, and I think he's going to be- keep winning some hardware over up on the north side. So look out for your boy out there. A couple more uh, notes for the uh, uh, former Cubs. Jake Arrieta has retired. Uh, he said on Part of My Take, Pod- uh, the podcast, I haven't signed my papers, but I'm done. Um, it's time for me to step away from the game. At some point, the uniform goes to someone else, and it's just my time, really. Jake had a great career. He he was an underdog, getting drafted over there by the uh, by the Orioles, and then when he got traded over to the Cubs, uh, whatever the the pitching staff, uh, uh, coaching staff did to to fix whatever he was doing, whether it was tipping pitches or his technique or whatever, but they fixed Ariel and he became one of the Cy Young winners. So Jake Reader owns a career record of one hundred fifteen and ninety with an ERA of three hundred ninety-three, one thousand four hundred twenty-four strikeouts in two hundred eighty-one games. Uh, out of those two eighty-one, two seventy-five were starts uh, with Baltimore from twenty ten to twenty thirteen. The Cubs, Phillies and then and San Diego. Ariadne led the majors in wins and won the National League Cy Young Award in 2015, finishing 22-6 and six with an ERA of 1.77 and 3 shutouts. He was dominating. He was dominating in 2015. He is one of the uh, most beloved Cubs. I think he's a really good guy. I would, you know, in his heyday, I would love to have him on my team. But it's time. Sometimes you just, you know, you know your body's telling you, hey, it's time. I don't have the control. I don't have the passion that I once, once did. And let's put it this way. Every every other did a lot for the Cubs. He did a lot for the Cubs and he will always be remembered for that 2016 season along with his, with his Cy Young season. The Cubs split the series with the Colorado Rockies. I've been telling everybody, everybody that I know that's a cuff fan to slow your roll and the Cubs will peak fine. They're going to be a 500 or above 500 team this year. Um And just what they did with this series, uh of being a 500 team, they split the series with Colorado, and they've been putting up runs. It's not like they're getting blown out or shut out. If you look at the series with the Cubs and the Rockies, uh, the Cubs took the first game five to two, then lost six to five, um, lost nine to six. Uh, and then won six to four. So they were all competitive games, and I think that the, the Cubs are leading uh, some categories for hitting and uh, on-base percentage and so forth. They can hit. I mean, they have a lot of talented guys that can actually hit the ball. Um Juan Gomes stepped up the other day you have uh, like I said Suzuki who's taking taking a cover off the ball uh, Nick Magico's doing his, just his small thing over there, you got Frank the Tank uh, you got Patrick Wisdom You and you got a lot of guys out there that are doing their thing and the pitching has been okay um, I don't think it's going to hold up for the whole season unless they make some moves to, ask, to add to it to bolster it but I don't think they're going to do that anyways I think the Cubs are going to keep con- continuing building uh, with blocks and, and and I've been saying this for a while that they, they're going to trade that their, their all-star uh, catcher and uh, they're going to get some uh, acquisitions, whether there's something that they can translate to something for next year or for years to come. You're going to look at some of these players being moved to uh, put those building blocks because I do think that they will be competing within the next three years. All right, let's transition over to the south side with the White Sox.
2: White Sox.
0: Go, go, White
1: Sox. Let's go, 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 White Sox. We're with you all All right, the Chicago White Sox are 6 and 3 after 9 games with a ton of injuries. They found ways to win games and winning series is what we've got to do on the South side to stay afloat why all these injured players are on the mend. All right, some White Sox news. The Lance uh, White Sox right handed Lance Lynn thinks he is ahead of schedule in his recovery from his right, uh, right knee surgery. Lynn was pulled in his final start of spring training with this uh, discomfort in his, in his knee. One, This is one of a series of injuries for the reigning AO uh, Central Champions already this season. Yohan Moncada is out with a strain oblique, and it doesn't look like he's going to come back. For, for a little bit. It looks like he is not ready yet. Ace right hander uh, Ace right hander Lucas Giolitos on the 10th day injury list uh due to a lower abdominal strain. He might miss one more start. Um yeah I, I don't think he, that that's that's gonna be something that soon I think he misses one more start uh just to be on the safe side you still have uh, relievers Joe Kelly right bicep nerve injury uh, the crotch rocket with the left uh, elbow surgery he's done for the year you got Ryan Burr again right shoulder strain so I mean it's out there and then you also have you know the germinator with the fractured left wrist which is you know here or there I just saw his Instagram and he's over at the pool uh, hanging out so um, I I I am don't really count on your main message right now because right now what it looks like he just had a fluke uh, month and I don't think that's going to be sustainable coming uh, to help out the team So the White Sox uh, just finished a series with the Rays and taking that series. And now the Rays move over to play the Cubs. Um, So Cubs, do your job and beat them. Hopefully, you know, thanks. Thanks a lot. We don't want to see them in the playoffs. Um, But let's just I'm going to take this season in very modest perspective and just looking at what the additions have been. So Rick Hahn has earned his money with this rebuild, and while he hasn't always gotten the big, free, the big fish free uh, free agent. He also he's plugged holes with, with players that provide spark. I mean, um, them picking up AJ Pollock and Josh Harrison. Um, Josh Harrison has been playing great defense, um, and he, you know he's he's really good on the bases. Um, you have AJ Pollock, who obviously you know he got the the opening day or opening series the ball uh he misjudged it but obviously he's not a right fielder he's not a right fielder so you know that that's either here or there either way joe uh not joe greedy jesus Uh, uh adam engel should have been out there anyways but you have guys that have been plugging in you got still got andrew vaughn um you've got um kendall graveman you've got reese mcguire who they acquired for Pretty much nothing because the catcher we sent up to Toronto is, is pretty much garbage. I never liked him. I don't even want to name, name him because he wasn't even that good with us. But Reese McGuire has been such a bright spot uh, on the defensive end. He's been throwing out runners. Um, his batting average isn't all that great right now. Um, but I do believe that he can actually, you know, be. The starting catcher going forward, you're gonna have Yasmani Grandal doing a lot of DHing because of Reese McGuire's ability to throw out runners and to uh, be better on the defense, like blocking, uh, you know, those those crazy pitches by Liam Hendricks and uh, Giolito and so forth. So Reese McGuire is is it's gonna be one of those steel pickups that you're gonna talk about at the end of the season for what he's doing. So right now, what we're looking at is that um, the White Sox are going to, to play the Cleveland Guardians um on the next series and they're also going to be playing um um the minnesota twinkies um and that's one of the series that i'm really uh getting up for because the twins are the ones one of the teams that has improved a lot um picking up correa uh and picking up some other pieces so that's the team that i really am worried about giving a challenge to the white sox the Guardians are the Guardians. They have great pitching, but I don't think their hitting is just sustainable. So, not that I'm overlooking. It's just I think that's a series that's very winnable. Um, right now, it's a two-game series, and I think that um, they can they can easily take to both of those games. Um, but I, the Twins, the Twin series, and then right after that, they got the Roy- the Royals. So those two series are, are Central Division uh, games that I'm really really worried about because the Royals. Uh, always have the Sox number, and, and the Twins are always a pesky Twins. So y'all can tell me what y'all think when y'all DM me and uh, text me and uh, Snapchat me what your thoughts are on the White Sox and the Cubs, but you know what? That's what it's for. We're here to talk about it. If you want to disagree with me or agree with me, that's fine with me. I'm here for the conversation. Bring it. We'll discuss it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If you're right, you're right, and uh, i probably going to be right, and you're probably going to be wrong, but it is what it is. So, all right, fans, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out.
0: for 15 15 15 15% 15, 15, 15. off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code truefan15 for 15% off of your entire order.
2: We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand in hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you will be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on Careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on Careers.
1: Welcome back to True Chicago Sports Fans with E-Rock and Big Z. It's that time again, people. You know what time it is. It's time for in a Pod. All right, ladies and gentlemen, since I don't have anybody to argue with, I'm going to shoot this out into the TCSF universe. And I'm going to propose a question. You know, we just had Easter and um, I want to talk about Easter food. Everybody has their, uh, their, their traditions you know we're all different cultures and different backgrounds and some people eat this and some people eat that so you know i come from a latin culture and and you know what i i I have a couple of suggestions um give them a shot um but what is your favorite easter food some of you guys are you eating turkey again are you are you are you uh if it's nice enough are you grilling what's going on for me in my in my family my culture we we probably have there's two staples and one is going to be tamales i know i know we have tamales all the time believe me (laughs) we have tamales and then the other one is pozole um the white hominy and it's a soup and it has you can either make it with beef or or chicken and there's different color variations there's red and there's green and there's clear with no color whatever no no chili in it so those are the two things and I love having pozole. I love I love chicken pozole. Um shout out to Otto at Estrella Negra for their great uh, pozole. I'm going to go hit you guys up in a little bit. Um but uh, uh, for me, it, it that's for me. That it's got to be the, the pozole. It's it's filling. It's good. Um, you know, you can put as much uh, chile to make it as spicy as you want. You have your your tostadas or your chips. You know, you put them with sour cream, and you know, you just eat those. It's very eatable food. Very something simple. It's 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 a soup, but who doesn't like a soup? I mean, uh, you must be a weirdo if you don't like soup. Um, and then tamales, like you know, the red, the green. You have the chicken. You have the pork. Um, and if you're lucky enough, you can pick up some sweet ones, you know, some coconuts and strawberry ones or whatever, you know, just find something uh, that, that appetizes you or that catches your, 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 palate. Yeah, your palate, your palate, your, your tongue palate. So, I mean, y'all can argue with me, but I think that that's that's where the spot's at. Um, I don't know what's what typical Easter food is. Let's see what it is. All right. So I looked up what is a traditional Easter dinner. This includes ham and then side dishes, and I'll get those in a bit. Salad and, of course, desserts, right? So you're looking ham, uh, bean soup, homemade macaroni and cheese, um, ham fried rice, uh, slow slow cooker spit pea soup. I'm not about to eat no pea soup at all. No way in hell. Um, Apple ham and cheddar sandwiches. What is that? And then slow cooker red beans and rice. I don't know, people. There's some weird stuff out there, but, you know, whatever uh, whatever floats your boat, whatever is in your oven or on your stove, hey, go for it. I, it doesn't bother me one bit. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a taste. Uh, and if I don't like it, I'm going to tell you I don't like it. And that, that, that's completely fine. But, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I've seen the ham. So, for us, it'd be like ham and uh, uh, arroz con candules. Um I mean, I've had ribs. I've had all types of stuff. I mean, I don't think there's a perfect dinner out there that that it is what it is. It's it's whatever you guys want to cook on that day, whatever you find uh, delicious and want to bring to the table. So um, for those that celebrated Easter and Passover, happy Easter and happy Passover. <laughs> all right. Before we go, what are we watching? All right. So I was lucky enough to watch the new Batman, and all I can say is, wow. I was very skeptical uh, coming into watching the movie. I knew it was three hours long. I knew it would, it would be an endeavor. Um, and at some points, it did feel long. It, it, it did. I think that like two times, like I was like, okay, let me uh, try to stay sit up and pay attention. The Batman with Robert Pattinson and, and Zoe Kravitz and Colin Farrell and uh, is it Jeffrey Wright, awesome cast awesome awesome cast and uh I mean hopefully you've seen it by now and you haven't it's on HBO Go for the next month or HBO Now whatever it is it is a phenomenal movie and people said it was really dark I don't think it was very I mean it's obviously shot mostly at night um but I don't think it was dark there's a lot of shots of Chicago the Thompson Center the L a couple of you know uh, uh you had like a couple of the bridges um the uh there's a lot of chicago shots and they're they're beautiful to how they uh incorporated those in as far as the acting the acting was phenomenal the story is what really got me it was literally um you're looking at batman at 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 a young age of being the the, the cape crusader um so there's no like real introduction like in um, batman begins you're looking at a a guy who's already fighting crime and he's been doing it for a couple years um the story is great. His interaction with with Catwoman or Selena Kyle um, it is great. They have great chemistry together. Um, him and Jeffrey Wright, I think, uh, you know, him being he's Commissioner Gordon or or, or or Lieutenant Gordon, whatever it is at at this point in the movie, um, was great because they are literally trying to solve a crime. So it's it's more like a comic book that you're watching on on screen as far as the uh let's try to figure out how the riddler is doing this and and try to figure out all the riddles to stop these mass these murders that are going on um there's point. there's points in the movie you're like oh okay you know it's going to conclude pretty soon and then it's not it's not And then that's that's part that feels a little long um you thought the movie was over at certain points and then it just continues to go on because there's uh, uh the riddler's a job is not done yet um i seen all the extra stuff that is added on there so the extra clips of how um they shot the movie and how they uh integrated cgi and how they uh use the different type of camera angles and uh different tricks and so forth and then also saw a couple of the interviews um I'm a nerd like that when it comes to the, to Batman and, and to uh, DC and Marvel movies I need, I need to know as much information as possible because you're probably gonna see an easter egg later on I'm gonna re- have to rewatch it for the easter eggs because I was really watching for uh, uh the dialogue and and, and and the story but um this is a very good movie I recommend it I would say it's an 8.5 out of 10 I don't think there's a movie that's perfect but this is a definitely movie a must watch movie um i i really thought that the, the everybody knows that the scene with the jokers are it's a it's, it, it was cut from the movie but i really thought that should have been left in because it introduces the joker for the new uh i guess for the sequel that would be uh going into uh they'll go into um yeah i think i think the joker the, the actor who played the joker and his interpretation um and then you guys can if you're a comic book nerd you can figure out what interpretation that is um i think he did a phenomenal job and if you look at the clip i think it's about four or five minutes and it's it's him and robert pattinson just you know talking back and forth and it's a really smart conversation and it it actually ties into the story with the riddler so i i really urged uh you to watch that clip but i also really think that that should have been left in Alright, guys, it's that time. It's I know it's a shorter show because I have no one to argue with, but that is all for today. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to greatclothingcode.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFAN15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is true Fifteen, get your shirts now! Big shout out to Coco for the uh, the fade this morning. Uh, thank you, You did an amazing job. Uh, there's nothing like supporting your friends and looking them, uh, watching them prosper. But so, Coco, thanks for the uh, for the amazing fade. Thank you. And don't forget to visit our guide, Danny, and friends at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start a new exciting career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on careers to apply today and get your 2022 started off right. Don't forget to check out Enrique Calderon's new single, Out Now, Entre Dos Rios, uh, check him out on YouTube and all of your streaming platforms. Listen, listen, listen. He's got great music. He's got a, a bachata song in English that's amazing. Um, he's got a couple covers up there. He does amazing, amazing music. Don't forget to check out the Shy Native radio podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Yeah, I'm trying not to swear. not trying not to swear. Check them out now. Don't sleep on Mike Logic's album. As I was saying, it's available now. Check out MikeLogic.BandCamp.com to get your copy today. And the brand new music video for a single solo is available to watch on YouTube. Support your friends. Support your entrepreneur friends. Support your music friends. Support people that are doing things around you. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for your moment, merch, and gear. Don't forget to check us out and add us on social media. You can find us on uh, on Twitter at fans, and on TikTok as well. Find us on Facebook, IG, Spotify. Reach out to us at our email. We want to hear from you. You're you're stirring the pot stories, your crazy stories, for big three. If you want to argue with us, hey, we'll talk about it on air. Reach us at sportsfans at gmail.com. All right, this is Big Z for E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 93, 93. Until then, be good to each other for the love of sports
0: a few moments later
1: you have
2: a lot of incest that's real shut your mouth lover boy nature versus nurture lodge nature always wins i think he's on steroids
0: (laughs) hasta luego amigos shows over shows over shows over